Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and today a lot about curling. <laughs> but most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them in to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca, and we'll answer them on next Saturday's show. We are the winner of the 2023 Consumer's Choice Award. We have increased to 683 people following us on Facebook. That's up two. We are giving away tickets. But what's the secret word, Steve? Hmm, secret word might be sweep. It is sweep. So make sure you go to our Facebook page and answer sweep. W, well, my spelling here, Steve. S-W-E-E-P. Sweet. So we want to make sure you get that in and and look after that. So make sure you do that. We've been giving away tickets every day, so we want to make sure that uh, everybody has an opportunity. And our hometown hero nominations. Uh, if you know somebody in our community that makes a difference by serving others, uh, call the office or email that to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and we'll answer that. Perfect. So, Briar, Briar, it's coming, Steve. We're it like, is. We're like what? You know, It's right around the corner, actually. It's, it's probably it's 13 days. 13 days. Yeah. 13 days, 8 hours, 29 minutes. No. <laughs> I got a countdown clock. but I, uh, I know you do. Yes. But it's, it's coming and now we know all the teams. Right. So... Um, Team Manitoba is Dunstone. Right. Team Alberta is Cooey. Okay. Now, Team Northwest Territories is? I don't know. Cooey. Oh, yes. Yeah. So Kevin the Cooey and his brother. Bro- yes, yep. yes. So got the Cooey brothers are there. Uh, we got uh, McEwen from Ontario. Which is strange still to me to hear that, right? Yeah. Yes. Gushu from Canada. Of course, Mr. Uh, Gushu. You know, and uh, then our wild card teams. Number one wild card team, Botcher. Brandon Barcher from Alberta. Okay. Second wild, oh, I just had a blank. Who was their second wild card? Hmm. I know, it was Reed Crothers. Reed Crothers there from Manitoba. Go. Yeah. And then Sturmey from Alberta. So there's three teams from Alberta in the Briar. Yeah, so I mean, that does that seem right to you? I guess that's just the way it works, it right? It could could have been four. I guess. You know, it could have been four teams. Yeah. So. And then then some teams looking in that aren't there. Oh. <laughs> Epping is taking a little look in there. Not oh. there. Mr. Howard. Yes, Glenn Poor, you know what's what's going to be like without having Glenn Howard at the yeah. Briar, right? Hmm? Gratton from New Brunswick? Yes, that's a surprise. You know, yeah. he, I was really pulling for uh, Grattan because of um, St. Thomas and Scott McDonald. He yeah. would have been uh, playing with them, so that's too bad for Scott. Yeah. So, but it's, you know, so it's going to be a good. Now the schedule is out. Oh, so is now it? Now you can go look and see when teams are playing each other ah, and buy your tickets. And okay. They're going fast. So that's a good thing. 
So you've got you, you don't need tickets though because you just you're at the event all the time. Yeah, I'm there from six in the morning till two at night. Six till two. Yep. Six o'clock at the arena. Make sure everything's all set to go before the nine o'clock game, and then stay at the patch till two to make sure everybody behaves themselves. You're hanging out at the patch. Yeah. Well, I'm a patch. What do you call that? A patch crawler or a creepy crawler or what are you? <laughs> Or <laughs> route roadie or whatever they call for okay. the bands. All and, right, you you're know. just you're gonna hang out the patch. Yep. Okay. We got country night. We got you know all different things going on. It's gonna be just a big party there. Okay, well that's that's exciting, right? And our street curling. Yes, well, I shouldn't say our street curling. Curling Canada's street curling will yes. be set up in the patch. Uh, cornhole will be set up in the patch. Cool curling will be set up in the patch. Uh, it's just it's going to be just unbelievable and on the fourth or on the fifth artisan market it's oh that's kind of cool patch. so yeah so that's that's our local artisans from around london yep they're going to set 20 of them are going to set up in the hallway up there and sell their wares and people can buy unique things and, oh that's very cool what a great idea yep. was that whose idea was that um, that was Ken Lozon's idea, who called me and said, do you think this is a good idea, and can we make this happen on the 26th of December? <laughs> <laughs> and we did. We made it happen and got it all all in place, and away we went. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And so how many draws are there? Oh. Do you know off the top of your head? I mean, without without the tiebreakers and the championship round. Not, and the, not off the top of my head. Okay, I just I thought just you know, would just randomly pull those numbers out. There's one game Friday, two okay. games Saturday, so that's three. Yep. Then there's three Sunday, okay, three five, Monday. Eight. No. Three, so two, three. Oh, yeah, six, nine. Okay, yeah, got nine, it. Nine, right. and then three on... What was day was I on? Now I lost my. Uh, <laughs> let's start all over again. Saturday there's or Friday there's one. One game. Saturday two. Sunday three. Monday three. Tuesday three. Wednesday three. Thursday three. Then Friday is the iffy tiebreakers. Then I think there's two games Saturday or two draws Saturday. That those are semis or what? Are, what yeah. are they? Yeah, semifinals. And, like, okay. and then there's two draws on Sunday: the bronze medal game and the gold medal game. Okay, so that's 18 games regular, and then we're in the tiebreakers, and then we have semis, uh, quarter semis, and and do they they're they're using the page playoff system? Steve, I don't know. Okay. I, I think so. I, I, thought think, you, I thought you know all this I stuff. I don't. Because okay. I, that, I can't do anything about it. It's <laughs> so, true. So okay. I just show up. Okay. All right. I worry about Friday on Thursday. And I worry about <laughs> Saturday on Friday. Not two weeks ahead. Right now, I'm worried about buses. Right. Can a okay. bus make a turn from Wellington Street on to Dundas? A school bus, easily. A left-hand turn? Left-hand or, turn. Okay. And then make a left-hand turn from Dundas on to Talbot. Right. Easily. Okay. I had to order a bus. To find that out? To, and we've got to go for a little bus ride. So, so who's, who's so, going on this big bus ride? So there's going to be Murphy Bus Lines. There's going to be Sue Pike from Murphy's. 
who we play golf with on Sundays in the summer. Okay. Then there will be myself. Okay. And then Zant uh, Jarvis from the Tourism London. Okay. Because if we don't make the turn, then Ooh. we got problems. And then there will be Marcy and Maddie from Curling Canada. Well, can't you just go higher up and come down like Queens? Well, we could have, except... Construction. Yeah, they decided they would start construction this oh. week, and they put up fences, and I was going, whoa, I thought we talked about this in October, that there was supposed to be no construction while the briar was on. I see. Guess I have no pull. It's kind of like here. I have no pull. So. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take a bus ride. And then you'll be making changes to whatever you have to do. Right. If we can't make the turns, then we'll go back, start over, try another route until we get it figured out. Right. So you could be riding the bus all afternoon. Yeah. I'll be like a little kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get to sit wherever I want in the bus. Oh, is that right? It's not like I'm not the cool kid, so I got to go to the back. Okay. It's good to know. Yep, so right. we'll, we'll have a little fun when we do that, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully it works fine, and we're going to load all the buses on Talbot between Dundas and King, load everybody in, and just step right into the buses, and away they go down to the patch, or, or the volunteers will go back to Western Fair. So are we sold out? We are 80%. Wow. And, uh, you know, with two weeks to go, so... That's phenomenal. Yep, and there will be walk-ups and excitement, so it's a lot of fun right 80% now. sold. Yep. That's amazing. It is. Well, you're listening to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Home of the Tim Hortons Briar, presented by AGI with a volunteer sponsor of Peter Inch and Associates. And I hope you heard our radio ad where we're thanking the volunteers. Right. I know, you know, and one that's coming after the Briar is, I know it's winter, oh. but you need to book your air conditioning tune-up now. Do you know it's not feeling very much like winter these days? No, we yeah. may be doing air conditioning tune-ups during the briar right if it's so warm i mean it's a bit crazy i mean the, the temperatures have just are a bit odd but you know do you know what this is good for we have great heat pump weather yep. so all this transitions we've been doing from uh, hybrid systems to you know from your gas furnace and air conditioner to a hybrid system which is a gas furnace and a heat pump or an all-electric heat pump system People are really benefiting because the weather for heat pumps has been spectacular. Yeah, it sure has. I mean, I have no snow. Now I have a whole bunch of friggin' mud. Yes, and a white dog. dog. Yeah, that brings it in, and I wonder, why does my floor feel so gritty? Yeah. It's just mud everywhere. Yeah. Fred shouldn't have one of those sticky mats, right? It wouldn't make any difference if it's mud. (laughs) But anyway. But, yeah, I try to get the paws cleaned off, but obviously I'm not good at that. Yeah. And so, um, yes, so the weather's been great, but you're you're right. Um, Guys have been, winter is still here, and our guys are still busy doing uh, service calls. And we still have the occasions when the weather turns cold. We have no heats that they do and respond to, and we're keeping the service department very busy. Easier to do rooftops in this weather. 
Well, the guys are happier doing a rooftop yeah. in this weather. So, yes, I like commercial work. And then on a roof, it's, you know, on a day like today, it's nice up there versus when it's, you know, minus 16 and a wind chill of minus 22. Then it's a bit different on a roof. Well, and you, you're taking a couple of, you took a couple of days off this week? I did. I actually uh, had the opportunity to um, go up north, go to Collingwood, Blue Mountain, and go skiing. And I haven't been on skis in, well, a long time long time and once i knocked the kids out of the way uh you know and they told me to get off you know hey old man get off this hill you need to go on the big hill yeah then i i really i turned turned it up a notch yeah it was good and you didn't hurt a knee didn't twist a knee i did not um it was interesting i was starting to get tired near the end of the day and i took that as a sign to do you know what time to get off the mountain so i uh at that point in time once i i had i had one i two kind of simple wipeouts and i just said okay that's enough i'm gonna i'm calling it a day and did you just you and liz or did you take a whole bunch of people uh no there's uh liz and i and her son so the three of us went up and he's a snowboarder and oh. uh, yeah i mean i don't know how that works i would yeah. not try it because all i would break my neck on that one but yeah i just uh, did uh, blue mountain ski rentals and in a lift ticket and yeah, it was a great. There was a lot of people there on Saturday. Yeah. It, there was it was it was buzzing. So yeah, crazy. And did you like sit around a campfire? You could. They had campfires going yeah. right in the middle of the village, which is kind of a neat a neat thing. And that that just that aroma of campfires all around. Yeah. But um, no, I did not sit in the campfire. Um, certainly, just kind of walked around, looked at some shots. They got a great Rocky Mountain chocolate store there, which was awesome. And you bought a whole bunch of stuff. I bought some chocolate. Yes, yeah. yeah. Some of it's not around anymore because I ate it. But for, for Valentine's Day, you bought some stuff. Yeah, I didn't make Valentine's yeah. Day. Sorry, no, 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 <laughs> didn't make it. But yeah, it was it was a great um, it was a great uh, weekend, and really enjoyed my time. And yeah. then you went to a. Oh, then we had a we had a co-op meeting. So we had um, uh, we are co-op. We're part of uh, an organization called Climate Care, and uh, I got to take another one of our partners along to that um, quarterly uh, meeting for the every for this year. And uh, Craig came with me, and we had a great time. So lots lots of information shared, lots of best practices. Uh, they're they're really helping us, um, you know, move our business forward as well. And we'll we'll have lots more information from that yes. coming. And uh, we had uh, we were doing very well in our uh, our two months of this year. So, yes. So Jan, uh, December is month one, and right. January is month two, and we doubled our business. Yes. And uh, we already doubled February. Now but easy. we haven't finished yeah. it. And now COVID Steve February is what we call it. <laughs> Yes, last year at this time there was only there was no salesperson in the building at all because uh, Dean hadn't started yet. So, I mean, when your when your only outdoor sales staff gets sick, really there's no no sales generation coming into the building. So, I mean, it didn't take much to outdo last February. No, we had ten days we had done it, <laughs> so, so it was a good. But things are going well. Every, yeah, you know. Um, Guys, installers are installing every day, which is good. Service guys are keeping busy, and now we have vacation in there and different things going on, so that keeps it. But the weather's been so good, we've watched the trucks look good. You know, yeah, keep them bright yellow. Keep the keep the fleet looking good, yeah. and not to mention, you know, not only does our fleet look good, but inside our building looks good too because of all the 
floor painting that went on this past couple of weeks. Yeah, well, we had to get it look good for those uh, volunteers coming in. Yes, and the bright yellow bags. Yes, they come in and pick up their their uniforms and pick up their accreditation just so they can volunteer at the Briar. But yes, the back shop is. I mean, the floor is again a nice shiny blue. Well, I never want to see another uniform box. <laughs> <laughs> open them up, count them, see what's in there. Now we got to thank some of the vol- some of the directors who came in, Tim Lindsay and his group, uh, yes. because there was a discrepancy on sizing, and we had to check different labels. And I just kind of went, you know what, I'm out of here. You guys uh, figure this out. I, I set they, it up. Did they get it all figured they, out? They did. They had to go right into the wrist and turn it, and there was a label in there that said, "Really, medicine. yeah." men's or ladies but they finally got it figured out and all the uniforms have arrived have arrived yep okay so even the box that was cut open that as they were taking it off the transport transport the stuff was falling out and i'm going okay how much of this fell out before right it got here yes but looks like none so okay it was good well that's a good thing and and those uniforms are i mean they kind of remind me of work they should you know, I, I had a little input on that. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yes. So that blue and yellow uh, will be donned at the briar for the volunteers. Yes. And Friday night, get your clapper. Get your Peter Inch and Associates clapper. We're going to make some noise on Friday night. Are we? Yeah. Hey. Get the wave going. You know how good I am at that, as long as I don't trip. It'll be... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped last time and just about wiped out. But It'll be exciting. And yeah. so when do they start on the ice? Uh, the 24th, the ice maker arrives. The 25th, all his equipment arrives. And they'll start that 25th, 26th is when they'll start building the ice. And they'll turn, they'll turn the uh, Budweiser Gardens from a hockey facility to a curling facility. Yep. And then, the uh, you know, right now, the Dan Peterson curling team will be playing the Thursday night. On right? the Budweiser ice because we're the highest bid. Okay, at congratulations! The and who are you so, playing? Uh, we'll play. There'll be two teams from Elderton, two teams from London, two teams from Highland, and two teams from St. Thomas. Are you going to play each other? Or are you going to play your? No, nope, you'll play another team. There'll be like St. Thomas won't play St. Thomas. Oh, okay, and uh, but it's the twenty fourth at eight p.m. is when the auction closes. Okay, so I think there'll be a few people standing out there. To put in the last-minute bid. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. When is that? The 24th? That's uh, Friday. It's a Friday. Friday at 8 o'clock. You decide, well, what an odd time to close the bid. Well, hey, I didn't figure anybody would be out there. Oh, that's that's <laughs> the reason, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. we'll see. I've already heard there's a few guys that are going to come. And right. Can't you put this online? I said, no, you got to be got to be there if you want to win this. So. Wow. In person, kind of like a, what? What is that? Elimination draw. Got to be in present. Yeah, so we'll All give right. that a shot. But so you've been listening to the inch by inch, the home comfort show about curling, <laughs> Present, yes. presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at two two six four nine nine. 3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and when we come back we're going to have one of our founders Brandon Baldwin will be in Steve's voice is a little he's having some trouble so we're going to give him a break on uh, for a little bit we'll have Brandon in here so we will be right back 
Welcome back to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. As we mentioned uh, on the last segment, we were going to have Brandon Baldwin sit in for Mr. Gilbert. How's Brandon? Pretty good. How you doing, Peter? You look tanned. Uh, yeah, more like red, but yeah. <laughs> so you were away on a little bit of a vacation? Yeah, we were down in Fort Myers, Florida, visiting my wife's grandparents for a few days. Great. Yeah. And you're, you, how do you like the office chair? Uh, it's comfortable, but I'd rather be driving around. And we've retired from soccer, have we? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So Brandon twisted a knee or popped a knee while he was playing soccer, so he's uh, been in the office for a couple of weeks now. Yep. Starting to learn very well all the chaos that happens in here when you don't expect it, everything's quiet, phones mm-hmm. aren't ringing, and then it all goes chaos for 20 minutes yep and you can't handle it all so i want to talk a little bit about we talk a lot about residential but i want to talk a little bit about commercial um you know the same equipment we have in our home we have in our business but it sits on a roof and nobody pays attention to it until it breaks down yeah but we all have employees and we're finding out that some places are being held accountable for their units and the indoor air quality because they aren't having maintenance done. Mm-hmm. So why is it so important to get a maintenance done on a rooftop? Uh, well, not only for reliability and safety, but yeah, you just you want to keep your employees safe and you know comfortable. You want the fan working, you want the heat to work, you want the cooling to work. Not too hot, not too cold. All those things that apply to your employees and your customers coming into your business. So. Uh, the best thing you can do just like at home is doing a preventative maintenance on that rooftop unit um fan uh, if it's a ductless split the indoor head uh, and the outdoor unit like just that preventative maintenance to plan when you see us not when you know it decides to plan its maintenance for you and a lot of the rooftop units are what i call old school they got belts a lot of them do yep belts and filters that kind of just you know everything works until it doesn't and those belts, you know, we've seen them where they crack or they get old or they get stretched. And yep. you'll hear a squealing noise as the belt isn't really either tensioned right or it's wore out. Yep, exactly. And they should be replaced. How often should you be replacing a belt on? Uh, well, we do it annually, like as part of our inch uh, commercial plans, one or two. It's, it's an annual at least uh, change on the rooftop unit. And then filters were probably four times a year? Uh, at least two times per year. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else are you doing? You're doing uh, checking for CO. You're checking, uh, you know, when it's air conditioning, we're checking Freon levels. Yep, checking for leaks, uh, checking Freon, uh, checking uh, the motors for lubricant leaks, uh, making sure they're not seizing up, Uh cleaning the condenser coil when required checking the evaporator coil checking the drain pan on the evaporator coil because if it backs up it's now going to leak water into the ceiling inside the roof uh, which is not something that you want to experience uh, checking the belt if required capacitors uh, again like you said changing the filter two to four times per year and electrical connections anything electrically making sure everything's going to get you through that heating or cooling season and can you put smart thermostats on these rooftop units uh most of them you can yep so you can control it from your phone if you're at home or 
or get a warning if the heat goes out. Yep, exactly. You know, everybody doesn't have a Vanessa that <laughs> you know walks in and says, "Too cold in here." Yeah, you know, your heat pump or your uh, rooftop unit isn't working. Get up there and get a fix. Yeah, well, you can lock your thermostat too. But <laughs> <laughs> we call that a secretary yeah. thermostat, where yeah. it will read one thing but actually be something different. Yeah, and they, uh, but that's that's. Uh, you know definitely challenge you have in an office where some people are warm other people are cold mm -hmm. and how you're going to balance that right um now humidity is another big problem you have in an office can rooftop units have humidifiers on them or is there any way to get humidity in not really i mean just making sure your you know economizers not mixing too much out, outdoor air uh is about the only way you can kind of control uh, you can't really add humidity with a rooftop unit um but yeah the technology isn't quite there so to help our listeners economizer what really is that it's just a way of mixing outdoor fresh air with your indoor uh stale air that gets you know your return air that hasn't been heated or cooled yet uh usually it's set around 15 percent of uh, will be fresh air and then the 85% give or take a bit would be your return air from the structure so uh, and you some people can, that can be adjusted over time as you're doing maintenance if they want more fresh air or less fresh air so when the, they were talking during COVID we wanted to bring in more air mm -hmm. economizer can do that Right, and some are manual where, you know, a technician would actually have to go on the roof and manually adjust it, but a lot of them are, uh, they have a, a sensing bulb that would, you know, sense that temperature, relative humidity in the outdoor air, and it will sense how much percentage of fresh air it's going to bring into the structure. So if it's cold and dry outside, it will kind of close that damper off so it's not dumping too much dry cold air into the structure and we see a lot or at least maybe it's just me looking at them but we see a lot of rooftop units that get hail damage mm -hmm. you know where the coil just is like golf balls have hit it all over the place and yep. that affects how it will operate is there any way to protect it from that um not really i mean depending on the unit sometimes there'll be louvers sometimes there'll be a kind of a plastic cover over the condenser fins uh but if mother nature wants to kind of hit it like we can straighten the fins out it just takes some time to do so but yeah it depends on your rooftop unit yeah some do have those what they call hail guards or right. fins that you can order yep now if they if the unit is really old they're probably not available but when you're ordering a new one to install a new rooftop unit is something to think about because yeah. you could install a new unit and two years later it gets damaged with hail and now you're going to spend thousands of dollars to uh, fix that coil mm -hmm. and uh, you, it's not under warranty because it's mother nature caused it right. versus the unit actually breaking down. Yep. Now what's the normal warranty on a commercial unit? Uh, usually it's only one year for commercial. So it, it's definitely, uh, you know, we have extended if we're maintaining it. Yep. But if we're not maintaining it, then we're, we're the one year. Yep. And it goes from there. And that's just because nobody really pays attention to it. Well, and they're out in that outdoor environment where, uh, you know, Mother Nature we can't predict and neither can carrier the manufacturer. So it's, you know, they guarantee their work and that condition it's in that it won't, you know, be defective for one year. But... 
Well, and we also, this week, we had a co-op student come in from Laurier Secondary School yep. uh, down on Millbank uh, looking to get into the HVAC field. What would you say to someone that's listening, that's their son or daughter wants to get into the HVAC, you know, what would you say about our industry? I would say it's a it's a great industry to explore. There's so many different avenues um, that you can get into. Um, Adam came in uh, earlier this week to come and talk to me and you, and uh, just you know, really young kid that really wants to kind of get into the trade. And I just you know, I think he'll be a good fit for it because he just he's looking to do something where he can grow and you know and and learn, which is exactly what this HVAC industry needs: is people that want to kind of get their hands a bit dirty, but grow into you know a career. And you know, this work can be done by ladies as well. You know, oh, we yeah. we have years back we have had um, you know staff and different ones who did worked on our maintenance plans and yep. did all that work and. It's not, you know, we'd like to see more ladies in the industry than there now. Uh, It's just getting them to understand that it's a great place to work and you don't have to have a huge uh, university bill. Um, When you get out of school, you can can do it and work and uh, make six figures down the road. Yep, you can earn while you learn. (laughs) Yeah, and it's, it's definitely a field that we would get into and we don't sugarcoat it we tell them exactly what it's like and hopefully they can uh, can think about that and and really look at it and determine whether they're going to get in or not yeah well and jordan and kenny perfect examples of two guys that you know really took a liking to it and you know they're just growing like crazy yeah we should congratulate jordan on getting his g2 so he's an official g2 now so uh, hopefully he enjoys that well deserved um You're listening to the Inch by Inch, a home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We've got Brandon Baldwin with us here. Now it's been pretty nice this past week mm-hmm. been good weather all my snow's gone the mud's out there the dog's getting covered in it oh yeah but it also makes us start to think that maybe spring is just around the corner it's coming so should we you know do we wait till it gets warm or do we call in and schedule our our air conditioner tune-up i would be telling people to call sooner than later i mean we're booking up pretty fast uh april and may are almost booked solid for maintenances so and we we, people need to remember too like we only have four service decks so we need to keep some openings there in case a hot spell comes so you're better off calling in february to book that ac tune-up and get something in there before it's you know too too packed up and too late yeah now steve doesn't let me talk about taking the winter coverage off because it's too early but i think you know if it stays like this in the next week or two you should start pulling those winter coverage off and getting that air conditioner opened up let it breathe a little bit and so that when you come around to do the maintenance that covers put away where the customer will remember yeah because they always call and say where do you put the cover last year i can't remember but yeah uh, definitely we're getting close I'll tell you exactly when I remove mine because I'm usually one of the first to do it but we are we are getting there now if, 
Can I do, when I book that, if I haven't had my furnace maintained, can I do it with the air conditioner at the same time? Yep. Typically, you can do them both at the same time. I mean, <clears throat> unless there's a foot of snow on it or something. Uh, you know, there's the odd time that we can't do an AC tune-up with that furnace. So, And then, you know, you can even do fireplaces or HRVs or tankless water heaters. You know, if you're trying to save a little money doing two... Two at once can help, or sometimes we can do three or four. We can yep. come out there and do the whole the whole thing at that time. Yep. And, you know, we're going to be busy here with the briar in a couple of weeks. Briar's going to keep a lot of us busy, and so, uh, you know, it's going to be the middle of March right after the briar, and we're going to be running with, with uh, maintenances. central air maintenances. Yeah. And make sure you listen to our radio ad about it, where I say it may be winter, but book your... Your tune up and get fifteen percent off. Yep. And I should before I forget again, remember to go to our Facebook page today and the secret word is sweep. S W E E P. Enter that in on our Peter Inch and Associate Facebook page and you'll have an opportunity to win two tickets to the Briar. Um, so we wanna make sure we did our Saturday as being a secret word and the secret word is sweep so just enter that in send it in and at uh, five o'clock today we'll do a pinwheel and determine who wins and you'll be able to pick up your tickets here at the uh what do you call this the uh peter inch and associates uh, 10 pacific court unit two so drop out and if you're ever out here drop in you're a customer drop in say hello we'd be more than happy to give you a tour of our facility what it looks like and everything that uh, we've grown out here and we're going to continue to grow I call this our temporary home because we're going to have to find a bigger one and uh, but this works really good for right now so we're happy with that yep and don't forget the hometown hero nomination someone who makes a difference in our community by serving others you can Call the office uh, at 226-499-3752 or email us at inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and and we can answer that. Now, have you been uh, seeing a a professional curling game live before? I I haven't, no. Nope, so we got you guys booked in to come and watch one game, which I think you'll be very surprised with what you see and the quality of some of the guys have played it a couple uh, early there or mid-January. Yeah. So they'll see how easy everybody makes it look. Yeah. But uh, it'll be it'll be a lot of fun at the Briar this year. Yeah. No, it's a great thing for London to have, and glad that we can sponsor it. Now we had a or I had a gentleman at one of my um, networking meetings who was from Embridge mentioned that he had referred a customer to us that they're furnace was venting outside but the flue gases were seeping back inside and causing a high carbon monoxide level and they had a small baby Mm -hmm. it is that possible like if if they you know that that gas can seep back inside um I mean, there's certain code clearances that that vent termination outside needs to meet uh, from windows, doors, uh, HRV intakes, uh, regulators. There's a, there's a whole list. Um, now, if there's 
uh, crack, uh, which I've seen numerous times, and especially the ABS, the black vent pipe, uh, I've seen it cracked right off and just <laughs> blowing or exhausting right into the home. Uh, that's one of the typically the only times that I really ran into that, that where it's leaking back into the house from a vent per se. And that's, you know, those clearances are important, three feet from a window and so mm-hmm. forth, and that's what it's for to allow those fumes to disperse yep. before there can be a chance. But even in old houses, old farmhouses, you can have cracks in the foundation that you can look through and see, and uh, yep. it can, you know, come in through there, and it you really need to make sure you're caulking or mortar or whatever all of those cracks and things around the vents so that that cannot come back in. Yep. And it's, and it's you know, we worry about carbon monoxide with furnaces, water heaters, gas fireplaces, um, you know, tankless water heaters, all that, that anything that's gas or wood burning. Yep. You can have it with, if your chimney isn't drafting properly, you can be bringing that all back into your home. But yep. it's definitely something, and that's why we recommend regular maintenance. To yep. make sure that that stuff doesn't happen and everything's cleaned and and ready to go, and you know that's why our heat pump program, we could do a maintenance on a heat pump twelve months a year. Yep, uh, it doesn't have to be warm or it doesn't have to be cold. Right, we can we could check that, and that and we're putting in a lot of heat pumps. And uh, you know, what's your thoughts on on the product and how it's working? Uh, from an install service side, I think it's it, they're easy to install, uh, labor intensive, but you know there's they're they're a great product. I've heard nothing but good things. I <laughs> went to one guy's house there in August, and he had one of his neighbors over because he was showing off his outdoor unit. And I think in almost ten years of doing this, is the first time I've had somebody showing off his outdoor unit to somebody. So it's pretty cool. To, and he's not the only one that's kind of raved about how quiet they are and how efficient it's been. So they're, they're, they look nice. They work, obviously, very efficient. Um, they're kind of everything, you know, that you want in, you know, something that's going to provide you comfort. And they kind of look like, we'll call them a mini split outdoor unit. Yeah. Because we had a heat pump come in that wasn't a mini split, and it was like five feet tall. Yeah. So it, you know, when people say, well, did you do this thing? It's like six feet in the air. Yeah. But the mini splits aren't like that. It's probably on the rack. It's not much higher than four feet or four and a half feet in the air. Yeah. Um, so it is very easy to put that around. Now a six foot tall um, other heat pump yeah. uh, can be a challenge of where that's going to go. Right. Um, but we'll, we do our best, but you know, I said, even if we got to take out a two by four and kind of stand it there and say, this is what you're going to look at yeah. just before it's placed. Because, you know, some people don't realize that they can be big. And a lot of the air conditioners, the more efficient they get, the bigger they get. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they save you a lot of money, but they do take up some real estate on your house. Yeah. So we got uh, three maintenance plans out there. One's called our Inch Care, one's called our Inch Protect, and one's called the Inch Ultimate Protection. What's the difference between the three of those? Um, so our Inch Care is if your warranty is expired, um, you still need to do or should be doing annual maintenance on that piece of equipment. So um, we just have it per piece of equipment that you can add um as many pieces as you want starting at one um, so a furnace and air would be two pieces there would be a monthly and a prepaid price for that plan 
where we give you 15% off of any repairs. So you get discounts on repairs, service calls. Uh, obviously, your equipment is still being maintained. Uh, usually, you know, the technician would be in your house for about an hour, you know, for per piece of equipment. Um, and then the MERV 11 or up to MERV 11 filters would be included. Uh, you get priority service on all three plans. <clears throat> the level two um, is when and correct me if I'm wrong, I might say it wrong here, but is when it still has manufacturer warranty. We match our labor with that manufacturer warranty, so it doesn't necessarily have to be the carrier. It could be a Lennox, Train, uh, Rude, or Ream, any brand of furnace, as long as it's valid warranty. Uh, again, it needs to be valid. Um, that would basically any repair would be covered. We include the service calls in there as well. And then, again, you still get that priority service. Yeah, and those are, you know, the, the two, the inch care, all the things apply to the inch protect plus a little extra, and the equipment has to be under 10 years old. Well, we ran out of time. We'll have to get to the ultimate protection next week, but when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.